And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. When children start preschool, most parents meet one another in the parking lot while dropping off or picking up their kids. This was not the case for Ella and myself, both of us moms who live in Owasso, Michigan. I work here at home while she works abroad in the Middle East at the moment. A 31B military police officer for the United States Army, Sergeant Ella Ray Crittenden, is a wife and a mother of two, being all she can be for her family and her country. First of all, thank you. Thank you for your service to this country. Thank you uh, so much. And thank you for taking the time today to be here with me for Aware Now. I appreciate you so much. No problem. Uh, you know, let's, uh, let's get this conversation started with what's most important in our lives, our kids. My son Forrest met your daughter Paisley at preschool every day literally literally every day he comes home with something to say about his best friend paisley so <laughs> please tell me tell me about your daughter and um about your son as well um so paisley uh, what a little ball of everything involved in any little girl that's just spontaneous crazy like you never know what's gonna come out of her um, so Paisley's always been her own person, I think, ever since in the womb. And even now, like, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, she was born with gastrostesis, so, um, that was our big loop with Paisley. Knowing that, um, she still had her own plan. Like, we had a birth plan, and of course, none of it went right. So... Um, she came out 34 weeks, her gut's just hanging out, oh. and, um, she's fought ever since, whether it's fighting just to be her, not fit the mold, or to fight us and what, like, we tell him not to climb, guess what Paisley's gonna do? She's gonna go climb. <laughs> um, um. But yeah, Paisley's, she's my everything. She's taught me so much and just being a mom and a woman and uh, with Barrett, he's done the same. He's a lot more chill than Miss Paisley is. He is, even for how close they are, they're a year, they're a year apart, like almost to a T. Um, you would think that they were, they would be very similar they are not. They are totally opposites. Paisley's my spontaneous adventure child and Barrett's my cool, calm, collected, I'm going to go play in the corner child. <laughs> and in, in about three hours, you'll still see him there sitting in the corner where Paisley is off, I don't know, climbing somewhere to where you'll never find her. 
<laughs> I think I understand now why she and Forrest are like this because they are cut from the same cloth. Uh, oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, you know, so the thing of it is, is that being a mom is hard. Um, what's harder, I imagine, is being a military mom, especially when deployed overseas, being away from your kids and husband, and now over the holidays. As a mother, Ella, what is most difficult about the time and distance that separates you from your family? Um, distance is irrelevant. No matter how far you are away from your child, it's hard. Even if it's, I don't know if you experience the same thing, but even when it came to snuggling with my kids and just needing a time alone, putting them in their crib and then walking away from that crib and having your own space, it still felt too far. So regardless to the distance, between you and your children, it's hard regardless. Doesn't matter if it's a few feet, doesn't matter if it's 6,000 miles. Um, the hardest thing though is time because time is so precious regardless from when you give life to this human baby to when they grow up. It's so small, but then once you're deployed or away from them for a work trip or anything like that the time's not yours anymore you're gone you're absent so that time together of watching them grow you don't have it anymore and you can't get it back and that's the hardest thing I fight with yeah yeah I just I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, it's hard enough for me to be away from our kids for a weekend. I can't imagine how hard it must be to be away from Paisley, from Barrett, from Keith. How, how long have you been deployed? Um, and and again, how far exactly are you away? It's like 6,000 and I think 500 miles away. Um, but I have been gone since April. Um, Technically, I will be gone for about 400 days. And I was even gone before that. I was in training for two months prior to. So I only had gaps of time before I came. I see. It's a long time. Um, you know, it's, not only are you far away from your kids, you're away from your husband, Keith. How do you find ways to feel close uh the two of you i mean being so far away for so long how do you find a way to stay connected um so keith and i have been together longer than i've been in the military so he's gone through it a lot with me doing this because this is this isn't my first time gone with him granted we still had many lessons to learn new lessons even with this deployment um but the ways that we found a way to stay connected is by the littlest things. Like I was on night shifts when I first came here and I complained of how the, the dining facility wouldn't serve coffee for midnight chow, which makes no sense to me because you need caffeine to stay awake in the wee hours of the morning, right? So I complained about that to my husband because I need an outlet. 
the next week I had a package of an entire four cases of double shot Starbucks coffees. <laughs> so love. it's things like that, um, sending me things that he knows I would like, things he knows that I want, things that I have, like my super specific vitamins that I love to take. He sent me an entire year's worth. Um, sending me because he knows it's my comfort food 70 bags of jalapeno cheddar cheetos <laughs> um things like that show me and keep me connected with him knowing that he still loves me and that we have this bond that he knows that even when i don't ask he knows that i would like it and stuff like that and then to top it off we like to play truth or dare from a distance so um because of the seven hour difference between you and i um he will send me a either a truth slash random question or a dare that i need to i need to perform or answer in the next 24 hours so when he wakes up there should be an answer and then the same goes for him and that is it can be very interesting, especially with the dares. <laughs> um. so let's uh, let's let's segue to you know outside of randomness, non-randomness. How did you non-randomly prepare yourself for deployment? It's a whole one hundred and eighty of your life and your world. How did you prepare for that, Ella? I still even almost to the end of my deployment, I still don't think I'm prepared to be here um, because it never prepares you for what is sitting at home. Like I'm here in what feels like a, like a time loop of living the same day over and over and over again. But my life at home is constantly moving. It's Paisley's living her life, making friends and doing all kinds of good things at school and dance class and all that stuff. And she's talking nonstop where she barely verbalized anything when I was home. Barrett actually is starting to talk. Um, he's my nonverbal autistic boy. Um, he now sings all the time and is starting to say words. Keith had an interview for a job like my my world at home is still going so preparing for that I don't I distanced myself in a way of making them create their own world without me and I had to allow myself to accept that their life is going to continue to go where mine's going to be in pause and I it's a hard concept to grasp it smacks me in the face every day. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. So I, I can see why you would still not feel prepared, even being there and where you are. Um, you know, while deployed, how do you stay connected to, to your kids? I mean, we talked about how you and Keith stay connected, but what about to Paisley and Barrett? How, what sort of technology you use? How is your, what is that communication like to keep you bonded? Um, so WhatsApp is my most 
successful way of communication communication with my family. Um, Paisley has been my difficult child to stay connected with. Um, probably more because, to my surprise, she has taken my leaving the hardest. Um, she has bad dreams because of it. She hates the state of Texas because of it. Because um, that's where she thinks I'm at. She doesn't know I'm across the sea. She thinks I'm in Texas. That's what we tell her. Um, so I feel like I have lost a bit of connection with my daughter because plenty of times to her when I call, she doesn't want to talk to me. Plenty of times when I call, um, not due to her not wanting to talk to me, but it might be the better option because it seems like whenever I do talk to her on the phone, that same night she will have a nightmare. So it's like trying to pick which two sides of the sword you really want to be cut by. Um, Barrett, um, he's hard in the sense of just keeping his attention due to his, um, his awesomeness, we call it. Um, but if I get a kiss from that boy, I'm, I'm good. I'm set. Um, although, uh, I do think him and Mai's connection has dwind, like gotten smaller too, but it's because our connection is with touch. Like, me and him, we cuddle, we hug. Like, when he has a meltdown, I just squeeze him tight and he does fine and everything else. So, um, like, it's just a different connection where a phone just doesn't do the same. And the same can go for Paisley. Like, my connection with her is playing hide-and-go-seek painting stuff like that granted we have had a time where she was painting and she's like mama you want to paint with me it's 2300 my time which means I have to be awake in four hours soon as she said let's paint I couldn't find my brushes but I found the paint so I used my fingers and we painted them that time and it, it was a moment I wasn't gonna waste just because I had to go to bed so it's the things you do. It's the things you do. And you do so much for for so many. Um, you know, so it, it's true what they say, that there's no place like home. My question for you is, what comfort of home are you most looking forward to when you do return? Uh, my people, my family. Um, you could send me my bed, my favorite chair, my favorite coffee mugs. Um, everything I could say is home. You could send it here and without my family, it wouldn't be home. So, um, just my kids, hearing them laugh, play, scream, fight, argue with their dad, you know, um, that's why I look forward to coming home too. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. You know, of, so of all the things, that you could go and do and be, what was it that drew you to the army? Um, my dad. My dad drew me to the army. Granted, I come from multiple generations of soldiers, both my mom and my dad. But as younger, I really looked up to my dad and I wanted to be just like him. Granted, to find out um, he wasn't the best dad, 
I had. Um, but he was always a great soldier and still spoken as a great soldier to some of my peers that worked with him and now work with me. So he drew me to it the most. Um, you know, so of all you do for your family, for your country, what is it, Ella, that you are proudest of doing? Um, being a mom, being a wife, because in the end, these are just jobs. These are just temporary. Like everyone looks forward to retiring. Like who's gonna be there when you retire? Who's gonna be there when you get fired? Who's gonna be there at the end of your shitty days at work? Your family is. So to me, being a good mom and having them as my support and being a good wife and having him as my support to where I can do all these great things. That's what I'm most proud of because then they can look at me with pride and then I can be like, well, I couldn't have done it without you. So you should be proud of you as well. Because ultimately it takes a whole team to do this. I wouldn't be able to make it through my day to day without hearing about Paisley saying I love you to Forrest every day. I wouldn't be able to go through my day to day without hearing about Barrett's progress report from ABA therapy. Hearing about Keith's day and how he's redoing our bathroom and stuff like that. Like those are the things that keep me going and keep me in balance. Because yeah, I'm a cop here. I deal with a lot of nonsense here but hearing that little bit of humanism of what I have back home, that's that's what I'm most proud of. And that's a, such a beautiful thing to be proud of. Um, you know, so so let's the fact that you are you're all these things, right? So you, you're a mom, you uh, are a police officer, you're like in the service. You but when you get home. You are still in service. You are, what do you do at home? What's your civilian job? Uh, my civilian job is a registered medical medical assistant. So a whole nother hat, whole nother avenue of things and responsibilities. Um, I love to go ride motorcycles. I love to go painting. I love to go camping. I love having snowball fights with my kids. Um, teaching them how to climb trees, playing in dirt with Barrett, because mm-hmm. he's a dirt guy. Um, <laughs> I've never fit the mold. Anything that I can try to go do, I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to tell me I can't, then I'm sure as hell still going to do it. <laughs> well, cheers to you and your non-mold fitting self. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, may we all find our way out of the molds that that society says that we should be fitting into. Uh, you know, I just can't thank you enough for sharing your story, for sharing your experience, for all of your service um, at home and overseas. And just thank you for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. I'm enjoying this. This is my, my fellow comrades. 
Pero Gabi, go for it. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now. <laughs>